0: I'm back welcoming myself back it's been a little bit I had meant to record last week and um didn't <laughs> and so I'm excited to be here excited to have a little jumbly chat today I had ideas to do a more like research-based episode um but it just wasn't feeling right it just wasn't feeling right it is something I will be sharing eventually but... I think it's just summer being around the corner and, um yeah, just having my life look very differently than how it looks during the school year, and so I'm wanting less to, like, do research and put a lot of, um I guess, intellectual energy into episodes and more just, like, wanting to shoot the shit and, like, talk and just speak what's on my mind lately, so I figure that might be interesting to listen to. I hope it is. Um, so today I just like, I'm literally going to be talking about fun life things recently. (laughs) Um, stuff I've been doing or stuff I've been thinking about. Um, wanting to talk a little bit about pride month, which happy pride. We're only a couple days in, but it's already feeling super gay to me. I don't know what all y'all are up to, but, um, (laughs) just like I don't know I feel like there's a lot of good good queer energy in the air uh and I am also in Montreal so (laughs) that's probably a big part of it but I hope that wherever you are if pride is something that feels close to your heart for whatever reason I hope that you get some sweet fulfilling nourishing delicious moments with yourself or with a loved one or with some friends And I hope that you get some time to celebrate yourself because you deserve to be celebrated. Uh, So I guess in the spirit of that, (laughs) I can share uh, my most recent endeavor in dyeing my hair pink again. It's like kind of a deep purpley, almost reddish pink because so much of my roots have grown in since the last time I did anything with my hair um, like, a good chunk of my head is still, like, brown with little, like, tints of pink, I guess, but it's, like, the, the bits that were still bleached, uh, from the last time I went and did that, uh, are, like, quite pink. (laughs) It was a very spontaneous decision, which I think all of my appearance-related decisions are always very spontaneous, um, which I think is a good thing because I am an overthinker, and I think it's just my way of throwing myself into the deep end and not letting fear call the shots for myself. Um, and also, just like turning discomfort or like fear of doing something that's like not permanent at all but feels very permanent in the moment where I'm making that decision turning that discomfort into excitement for new opportunity and new changes and just like the new energy that comes from changing the way you look whether it's related to your hair or getting a tattoo or getting a new dress or top or whatever um like all very just like very simple silly little things in our life that we Put a lot of value to and rightfully so like hair is very important to a lot of people but I'm so glad I did it it was so much fun my friend who did it I keep telling her to be a hairstylist because she killed it and also gave me a little bang trim in like literally less than 15 seconds and I think it looks pretty good I think it looks pretty fun and silly very much like bisexual vibes turned all the way up um So, yeah, I had fun trusting the vision. I'm also trying to, like, trust my friends' perceptions of me and not letting my deepest inner critic be the deciding factor in making decisions. Um, Yeah, I think it's hard for us to trust the way that our friends see us. It's almost an imposter syndrome thing, I think, for me anyway, of like, if I'm feeling down on myself, it's hard for me to accept positive affirmations that are given to me by people, even if there are people that know me really well and aren't gonna say something if they don't genuinely mean it. It can be hard to surrender to the idea that someone else can see you more clearly because of how much they love you, Um, because we like to think that we know ourselves better than anyone else, but I think because we are also our harshest critics, that sort of makes it harder for us to see ourselves through a broader spectrum, I guess. I don't know if that's the right word, but like I guess what I mean to say is it's hard for us to see ourselves wholly and fully, especially if we're feeling very self-critical or doubting ourselves or just feeling not inherently worthy or deserving of the love that our friends or our family or our partners give us. It's almost like the more negative a thought is in our mind towards ourselves, the more valid we think it is because those things are much easier to believe about ourselves than the positive things and the things that are not as easy to see when we're feeling really harsh towards ourselves. So that's just something I've been thinking about is the importance of trusting your friends and trusting their knowledge of you and their perception of you and their love for you and not, you know, just like brushing that off because, oh, but they don't know this side of me or they don't know this or they don't know that or they're just saying that because for whatever reason and actually just being like, hang on a second, (laughs) I am friends with this person because I love them and I value them and I think their opinions are important and they bring so-and-so to my life. And so why is it so hard for us to remind ourselves of that when it comes to them showing us love? Why is that so hard to accept? And why is that so hard to use for self-affirmation? So that's something I've been thinking about and reflecting on and that I'm just curious of leaning more into surrendering to the vision that my friends have of me or for me, if it's something as tiny as dyeing my hair pink or believing that I can do some cool project or empowering me to have a specific experience. Like anything. I just I think that we all could gain a lot from trusting our friends more when it comes to Developing a healthier relationship with ourselves and um, improving our self-image and learning to love ourselves more and rejecting that imposter syndrome that I think comes up maybe more often in fem friendships. That might be a big assumption to make, and I'm only speaking from experience, and so I don't know. I don't know if it's like that in other friendships, but I find... I, I also just think, like, women are so fucking cool, and I'm often very in awe of the women around me, um, who I'm friends with and who I just think are the coolest and the most brilliant, and I'm like, wow, I get to be your friend? That's fucking cool. That's really awesome. Um, and I love those moments where we just get to gush over one another, and, express that love and not feel like we need to hold it back those are my favorite friendships where we just get to (laughs) like sit down and be like holy shit, i love you so much and here are all the reasons (laughs) i think that that's the beauty of letting yourself go and letting yourself be actually vulnerable in your friendships to the point where you can be honest with people about any insecurities or doubts or whatever you're having if you experience similar um, imposter syndrome tendencies in your friendships. And I also think this is something I'm trying to bring to new friendships and like really diving headfirst into new connections with people. I like, I'm just kind of over being shy about liking someone. I really love to gush over people and let them know what I admire about them and what I think is super cool that they do. And I think that that's a very scary thing to do when you first meet someone or are first getting to know someone. But I think I just want to embrace the silliness of becoming friends with someone that you think is really cool and you might have a little bit of a friend crush on and just leaning into the excitement and newness of getting to know that person. I think for me, it's really about surrendering that fear of embarrassment or looking or sounding silly, and just surrendering that to the joy of each moment that you get to share with someone. Um, And also just, like, embracing the cringe of awkward moments, and of past selves, and the realities of just being a human. Like, there's so many silly things that we get embarrassed over, and rightfully so. Like, some things are embarrassing, but I think I just love those moments where you are genuinely connecting with someone over an authentic, embarrassing, um, maybe slightly cringy human experience about like stuff that you went through as a teenager, or like a funny moment you had in line at the grocery store, um, or I don't know. Like I just really love those moments where you meet someone exactly where they're at and they're meeting you exactly where you're at and you just get to giggle at the silliness of life together, those are my favorite moments when you just get to be totally candid and totally vulnerable and honest with one another about something embarrassing or something silly or something funny and not feeling like you need to perform a coolness when you first meet someone, which I think we all probably do do to a certain extent I think that's natural and normal and obviously we want to think that other people think we're cool like who doesn't want to be cool but I think what's cool is if you can tell me something embarrassing about yourself obviously with your own boundaries like don't you know you don't need to bare your soul to me or anything um but just like honestly talk about something without feeling the need to, like, protect a certain image of yourself. Friendship, on any level, whatever kind of friendship it is, I just think, for me, should be a space to welcome safety and silliness and cringiness and embarrassment and love and not a space where you feel like you need to perform or maintain an image or a certain perception. I think it's also a thing of getting older, not that I'm old by any means, but just getting older and getting less and less attached to the idea of being a particular caricature or idea of someone and just making room to rest in neutrality in how I perceive myself and also how I perceive other people. Not everything needs to be a big, meaningful conceptualization of who we are as people and what that means for life or our life or the life of other people. But I think I'm just really learning to surrender to every moment, knowing that it's all temporary and that that makes room to rest in this neutrality of like not needing to identify with every interaction or moment or experience or embodiment. Um, and that every interaction, every feeling, every moment is a teacher and I can take what resonates with me from everything, but I don't need to identify with everything and I don't need to stick to one particular idea or image of myself just because I might believe that someone feels that way about me or I've convinced myself that that's who I am. I heard someone say the other day, that for them, it's important to neutralize every occurrence in order to understand that everything is all part of a larger experience. And I've been thinking about that because I don't know how I feel about perceiving everything as neutral, because I do think that everything has meaning, but it's just like the amount of meaning that we, and maybe maybe I can just speak for me, that I tend to assign to things, whether it's interactions or um, just people or experiences or moments day-to-day that I think makes life overwhelming sometimes. And so to neutralize something isn't necessarily um, like a passive thing or not recognizing the meaning of something or not recognizing the impact of something, but rather just noticing it and letting it pass by and just understanding that it is part of a larger experience of life and of love and of moving through this big, big world that none of us really understand and probably never will. Um, so that's a little bit of what I've been thinking about lately. I feel like there's so much left to say there, and I don't know, spirituality isn't something that I necessarily have the desire to share publicly and to speak about publicly, but I don't know. Spiritual reflections have just felt a lot more potent in my life lately. I think it might be the arrival of summer and the upcoming developments in my life as I get closer to graduation and my friends making these like next steps in their lives and things just feel like they're changing and it's probably definitely seasonal related. But yeah, it's just, it's just got me doing a lot of reflecting and I don't necessarily feel like I need to share what those specific reflections are or what my beliefs are. But some questions that I thought I might offer in this kind of jumble of reflections that I'm sharing with you today um, that I feel like have been guiding for me and grounding for me are just a couple questions like why is this here for me today and what meaning does this bring to me today and letting that be kind of my guidepost for moving through daily life and figuring out what feels right for me what feels good what feels like something I want to nurture whether it's an idea or a relationship or um an active thing for me to participate in, just thinking particularly and specifically about what meaning things bring to me and what I want to do with that and how I can reciprocate and really just trying to embody reciprocal love and embodying the lessons that I keep learning and have learned from the universe and myself and from the love around me and embodying also the spirit of my lineage not necessarily my family but like the people who guided me throughout my life and shaped me into the person I am today and using that as a way of reflecting on what meaning particular things have in my life and what meaning I can provide and uh just letting that guide my reflections on how I want to spend my days and What I want to prioritize and what values I want to incorporate, and just bringing that sacred or like spirit intention with me wherever I go. I don't know if that will resonate with anyone, but just like, yeah, I I think I've just been thinking a lot about um, what what true loving embodiment, what reciprocal embodiment looks like and feels like, and means to me in my particular life and how I can you know bring that into community and just figuring out big long-term life things and I don't know if any of this makes sense but I just wanted to let that little tangent sit in here because I feel like those reflections have been very big in my life lately and so hopefully some of it sticks with you if not that's totally cool it's out there it's on the internet Um, and I don't want to think about that too much, (laughs) but anyway, yeah, I guess maybe like a prompt I can leave you with in that realm of, of reflection, um, is just to ask yourself what energy or activities or people or ideas have been fueling you and what empowers your way of being in the world right now. And how can you continue to nurture or begin to nurture those things or people or activities or ideas that feel like they're fueling your heart and your mind and your body in a way that feels resonant with how you want to live your life? So those are some big questions. Those are some big reflections. Um, I feel like I've taken you on a little bit of a roller coaster this episode, starting with dyeing my hair pink all the way to what is the spiritual meaning of life and, like, how do I live my life in alignment with my values? Uh, <laughs> so I hope you had a nice time listening. Um, I, I have had fun. I have had fun just, like I said, shooting the shit and speaking from the heart. Uh, I think that feels more and more special as I continue to devote my time and my energy to this platform of just speaking kind of off the cuff. And I do sometimes use notes, but generally I just, I feel more comfortable when I'm just speaking to you, even though, you know, I'm speaking to my computer and there's like a weird, I don't know, disconnect. But I do feel connected when I'm recording. I do feel connected to whoever the the potentiality of a listener I guess um so I hope this spoke to you if it did and you ever feel like I don't know continuing a conversation or asking me something or um responding to a prompt that I offered in this I would love to hear from you you can always reach out at the on instagram um yeah, we'll see where this next little bit goes. I'm curious what this podcast is going to transform into. I am excited to, like, just, like, brainstorm ideas for Pride Month because I remember last June, all my episodes, I think, um, revolved around queer topics. Maybe it was the year before. I can't remember. Um, So I think I might do something similarly or... I don't know we'll see if you have any ideas or suggestions or fun things that you'd love to hear please reach out I would love to hear um and in the meantime you can think about the spiritual ideas that I that I planted in here um you could also just continue on with your day um and I hope that whatever you took from this episode is carried with you throughout the day in a sweet way in a nourishing way and i am so grateful to have you listening and i really hope to connect and otherwise i will speak to you in a week or so